Aukupila, Kea, Keo, Kumus Zesuare, Equipa, KNKRLP, ninety six point one FM Kohala, Mahalo Anuiloa, No O Kolohe, Mai Naupau. Bye. 
Hey, aloha, kohala, and once again, it's uh, October, October 19th, it's a Thursday, it is 7.04, right on time. <laughs> we started at 7. Uh, you're listening to KNKR LP 96.1 FM, kohala, and uh, sitting in the studio with us tonight, I'll, I'll introduce our guest, we have uh, Tony Wikipedia. <laughs> Good evening, kohala. Oh, oh, let me turn your mic on, sorry. Okay. Good evening, kohala. Yeah. Thanks for being here, Tony. I know we got some... Uh, Good stuff to be talking about. And also we have uh, our my guest, uh, Keone Emiliano. Hello, Keone. Hello, everybody. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we're going to be talking about uh, a subject that I think people are familiar with, the name, but maybe don't know what's going on. But before we do that, uh, I just want to give a shout-out to uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Rick Hohn. Uh We were talking last Thursday, we were talking about salt. Yeah, uh, it has a, a, a world history of different uh, uh, countries and governments. And at one time, they tried to monopolize a salt because it was a valuable uh, spice. Yeah. And uh, these, in, in some places, salt was used as not like a currency, but they would trade with it as, as good as money. And my guest uh, was actually a salt maker, a guy who made salt. And it was just really interesting. Well, to me, it was interesting. But uh, Rick gave me a call this morning. He says, wow, I really enjoyed the program Friday, you know, talking about salt. And, you know, he, he never knew stuff. A, a good example is uh, we we're talking about, for example, you know, Gandhi. And he does his march to the sea because the British, they had a monopoly on salt. They controlled all the salt uh, production and everything, distribution of it. And so his stance was, how can you monopolize something mm. that is free? You know, it's salt is at the ocean. Anyway, uh, the British didn't take too kindly to it, and they actually would beat these protesters. Uh, anyway, a long story short, is the reason why they monopolized salt because there were importing salt from Liverpool, England, and selling it. Yeah, so <laughs> they were controlling. Mm. It was money. It was about money. Yeah. You know? yeah. But anyway, that's what we were talking about last week. It was pretty interesting. But uh, I just got, I think I talked about it, but I was, uh, I got an email for, from Sarah Pooley out in Yuli, and she alerted us that uh, for two and a half years, they were trying to, uh, put in gutters or replace broken gutters at Kilke Pavilion. Mm. So two and a half years later, they finally got them. Finally. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. That's <laughs> terrific. Two and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, thank you very much. I mean, it takes people like that to, you know, to be on it because it was a hazard. I think the water was leaking into the concrete and after, you know, prolonged uh being wet long time moss and then people are, you know slipping and uh probably saved the colony a big lawsuit you know but anyway two and a half years wow that i mean that must be technologically really difficult because the pool took 18 months and you're dealing with pumps electricity plumbing all kinds of connection and whatnot but put, putting up gutters must that must be really uh technical hmm. yeah i mean i think i've seen that the gutters, yeah. I 
I think it's a simple process. Go up there, take it out, put it back, but the county. <laughs> I, I think we have to s to thank our um, Ali too, uh, Sarah's mm. husband. Oh man! Because he used he would go up there on ladders and clean yeah. them out. That guy's amazing. It's crazy. That guy's amazing. I mean, that, talk about hard worker. Uh, that guy's a hard worker. But anyway, uh, I just want to give a shout out to people that you know do stuff. But we have a uh, friends of Kamehameha uh, Park, right? Uh, don't we? Or we it's I, I don't think it's been active recently, been active. but there is one. Oh, you know, I, I went, uh, my, my, uh, my kids were here. Well, I shouldn't call them kids, all grown adults. So they were here, and, uh, you know, pickleball is... Oh, it's growing. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. really mm -hmm. popular. So they went to the uh, tennis courts. Uh, nobody was there. And they actually uh, drew lines for a pickleball court at the tennis court. Yeah, I thought they did, you know, I, I heard about it, but I wasn't sure. But when I looked at it, it was, oh, yeah, they got the lines for pickleball. But anyway, so we're playing, they're playing, my kids are playing, you know. And uh, it starts to get dark. So I remember, oh, yeah, there's a light switch mm -hmm. outside of the yeah. panel. Yeah. The back corner, yeah. Yeah. And so I walk out there, and I, I'm flipping switches, and nothing comes on. And it's... <laughs> This holy guy in the parking lot yells out there and says, Those lights haven't worked for two years. And I went, What? Oh. He said, They haven't worked for two years. <laughs> I didn't know those lights never worked too because the baseball field hasn't been working probably longer than that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the tennis court one too. Yeah, the tennis court one don't work, he said. For yeah. two years it hasn't been working. Did you hear why that's happened? No. Do you remember um, about two years ago when uh, the they did the whole electric for the new um, park. park. No, baseball park. The baseball, the baseball park <coughs> and for the, the, the oh, scoreboard. scoreboard. Yeah. Okay, the scoreboard. And they also put some down by the soccer field and, the, and oh, yeah? the gate ball area. Okay, so when they did that, the contract was for doing all of the wiring of it. It did not include the light post. So now right. the county has a contract out for another company to come in and fix a light post. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so the light post is not. They're not up to in code sync or, with yeah. the with the new electric. Oh, I, hope <laughs> I hope it includes the tennis courts. Huh? I hope it includes the tennis courts. The lights for the tennis courts. I hope. I don't. I have. I don't know. Oh. Anyway, Pono, if anybody Pono might know. Pono. Yeah. Um, well, anybody listening out there, I'd really appreciate the uh, lights at the tennis court mm -hmm. at night. You know? Yeah. Because people play. Yeah. 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 There's a pickleball um, thing in in the gym too. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. That's uh, tonight, I think. This. Yeah. Yeah. Tuesday, Thursdays. Yeah. Tuesday and Thursdays. Tuesday, Thursdays. Yeah. 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 It'd be nice to get the tennis court one because now that um, with the youth programs getting bigger, meaning the basketball. Uh, we have from ages five year old up oh, until fourteen year old, so playing <coughs> year round now, and use of the gym time is kind of getting limited because plenty so people. many yeah plenty of people and on the Tuesday Thursday nights basically okay we lose that opportunity to use the gym oh, because yeah. pickleball because pickleball what time does it start six o'clock oh to what time I think like nine eight, yeah eight nine o'clock oh. I'm not sure but that's when usually the 
because um, there's free play basketball on Mondays and Wednesdays, oh. and that's their times that they go. I know I, I used to go. Well, mm -hmm. I don't know if it was Thursdays, but anyway, I would go. There weren't that many people, mm -hmm. but uh, some of those bainies, hoo-hoo, boy. Yeah. They're good. <laughs> and no mercy. <laughs> yeah, it, it seems to be real competitive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but these were like uh, tennis players who got knee surgeries or hip replacements. <laughs> so, you know, they're, they're not that active on a tennis court, so they transitioned to pickleball. Who and they smash them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, anyway, uh, I thought I'd just share some of those, right. uh, what's happening in Kohala. But the reason why I invited you guys is uh, to talk about Maokona. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of things happening there. We had um, Cheryl Rocha and Nani Rasmus. Musin, mm Musin, -hmm. Rest, Rest mm -hmm. Yeah, they were here talking about Malama Malcona, uh, mostly about the pavilion, and you know what's happening over there, and then the I know there's other things that's going on, but you know before we get into that, I know we're talking about like we're mentioning that 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 what is what is that land encompass? I mean, where's the boundaries like going for Malcona? Yeah, yeah, what, that what? six forty two acres. Yeah. Uh, so it, on the south side of the property of Maokona, it it borders up ranks next to Lapakai. So All the way to Lapakai, the boundary there. Yeah, actually Lapakai Park, where everybody's familiar with, where the shack is and everything, yeah, uh, kind of goes up um, several hundred feet up on the hill, basically, and yeah. that's there's a fence line that kind of um, shows the property line. Okay. So if you Actually, look at it. You this you see it. Okay, that's the actual boundary line. On the south, the on the south end of the Maokona property, yeah, okay. north of Lapakai. But and then on the northern end, it goes uh, if um, kind of halfway distance between Kapa'a Park and if everybody familiar with Number Five, yeah, the fishing yeah, area. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right past High Wall, going towards yeah, Kapa'a. Yeah, yeah, kind of past High Wall. Okay. There's a another that's the boundary there, oh, and in oh between okay. that, it's state. There's a oh. DLNR parcel between the uh, county road to Kapa'a Park mm -hmm. and, and Maokona. Yeah. yeah. Also, that's a state parcel. Yeah. So yeah. The, the state owns the Ahupua of Kapa'a. Oh, oh okay. And okay. they so lease it. They lease the land for Kapa'a Park to the county. Okay. And okay. the same with yeah. the Mahukona Park. The state owns that land, 15 acres, and uh, they lease to the lease it to the county for park. Yeah, I, I know before they used to run cattle in there. I don't know uh, if they're not down there, but that sliver that, that the state yeah. is basically unused. And oh, everything yeah, yeah. around is, yeah. is, is being used for something, but yeah, not that piece. I remember there's a really fly problem. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> choke flies yeah. at one time. Yeah, they yeah. bite. Uh, but anyway, okay, that's, that's the boundary. Yeah, yeah. And my understanding is uh, that property once owned by a princess. Uh, not not that property, but oh, no. She, no, she owned the um, Ahupua of Mahukona. Oh, where is that? Um, the um, property of Mahukona goes um, pretty much around where the par where the harbor is. The harbor. The harbor and the old village that was there, uh -huh. and Malka all the way up. All the way Malka. Yeah, all the way Malka. Oh, the oh, no, oh, there's oh. there the property that uh, the, the county is talking about the 642 acres has about four ahupua'a in oh, it okay. because there's some smaller ahupua'a was very 
populated back in those days. So there were smaller ahupua'a, but Mahukona. So these were ahupua'a. Yeah, and I'm not sure whether Princess Ruth owned more than just the ahupua'a of Mahukona, but um, she owned, uh, she was granted uh -huh. uh, the land at, during the Maheli. Right. And she was granted a lot of land on Lots. many islands. She's, yeah. She was really a very important figure yeah. in, in those days. Um, the, the history of it is that, that, um, that she lost that land in a card game really? to a Westerner named Fletcher. And um, Fletcher went, it was in was going, Fletcher went and, and, and registered it in her name. In her name? No, in his oh, name. Uh -huh. She never signed off on it. And Princess Ruth was a very meticulous person when it came to business. She knew, she took very good care of her business. So it was controversial that she did not sign off um, of the property to to the Westerner. But um, the reason it's important that she didn't is that when the highway went in and when the land was sold to Shalone International, and the decision was made to put a resort there, the state um, went to court and claimed that Mahukona was still in Princess Ruth's name. And it was a very important um, legal case. It went back and forth and finally up to the Supreme, Supreme Court. Court. And the Supreme Court ruled against the state by one vote. Oh, interesting. So. So that's that's how so they, actually they, they, it was um, at that point it was uh, Kohala Sugar uh, Castle and Cook that they, they owned the property. Yeah, th that was when it was when that sale happened. Yeah. That's when it came about, and so it ended up that uh, Castle and Cook owned it and they sold it to um, Shalone International. Okay, and I, I remember they they wanted to do some uh, they wanted to develop the property that became very contentious. Mm -hmm. at that time. Uh, prior to that, uh, there was a village of people that lived there. Yes, there and was a large village. Yeah, and uh, I remember some of the people, like the Mitchell family, Alfonso Mitchell guys, and uh, the, uh, the Toharas. And Kealohas. Kealohas lived there yeah. too. Wow. Yeah. Who else lived there? You know? Uh, a lot of names I've, I've seen is uh, Lincoln. Oh, Lincoln. Yes. Yeah. I'm related to the Lincolns. Yeah. And uh, even, well, Kialoa, Sugiyama. So the Sugiyama. Oh, yeah. Sugiyama. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so yeah, he kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I right. reached he, out to him because yeah. he's from there, and uh, he kind of even drew me a map and all the names. Oh, there, no there. it has Kupuka'a, Kupuka Kapa'ona, Puhi. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but um, a lot of Lincolns. Yeah. Wow, Kapa'ona, Puhi. Yeah. One of the families sent me um, about a hundred mm. photographs that were taken when the shipping was going on, and the um, cane was being sent out and cattle was being sent out. Oh, through the yes, Malcolm and this Harbor. the woman who sent it to me um, said that her great grandfather was in charge of the lighters that went back and forth between the ships that were moored offshore. And, and and so many of the photos are of, of that part of the uh, operation that was going on down there. It, it was it was not only a village and a wharf, but it was also 
the um, the depot for the railroad. One of the right. first railroads right. in right. in Hawaii was the Mahukona to Neolii Railroad. Uh, Henry Akana, you know, when you go to Halava across Wollaston, you see the street sign Akana. Well, that's where the Akanas live. And Henry Akana was the uh, he drove the train. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so he said uh, during the weekdays they're transporting sugar or whatever, and Sundays uh, the train would pick up koala families, and they go to Malcona to pick them. And uh, yeah, so he was a guy who he told me he operated the train, he drove the train. Oh, interesting. interesting. Yeah, I heard the story too. Like my my grandfather, I thought it was my grand grandfather Anton Casimiro. Yeah, was one of a driver. He was too. another. Was another. his was his dad, Mano. Oh. Because I just heard the story, one of, during one of the talk stories. But I, I always heard that before. I was hey, one of your grandpa's was one of the. the what do you train. call him? A person who drives a train. Conductor is that? Is I that don't the know. I think no, then it's a driver. Engineer. Yeah, the he engineer. said he was the engineer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Engineer. He was the, the driver. Engineer. Sometimes it's called. But the, the other thing I, I remember about Malcona, uh, people trying to figure out how did he get steam? How did he get steam? And then I, w- I was reading that it was uh, a volcano. Mm-mm. Yes, it's yeah. named after the volcano, volcano. that's underwater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a shield volcano. It's like uh, Haleamaumau. Yeah, it's shaped like a pipe plate with the edges up. That's what they call a shield mm-hmm. volcano. They said that's the kind of volcano it was. And uh, I think it was 410,000 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> that was long. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so that's a little bit of history about Malcona. You know what? I thought uh, somebody's telling me that they had replaced the lift. But when it's I went down there, no, I yeah, no, you know, it's it's in the process. Uh, but um, again, it's now the state already and the county has stepped in because yeah. at first it was just going to be, hey, take them down, pull right, one out right, on. Right. But now it's, uh, yeah, again, the state has. Step in and say, okay, no, we cannot. Because of the sh- uh, the welfare of the wharf itself, yes. oh. it, it's, it's, it's really not yeah. stable. Yes. And, and plus, to this past two days with the, with the swell we, we've had. Oh, big um, swell. Not real big, but the, the surges. Yeah. The surges would go underneath uh, the wharf, and you'd see blowholes all over, uh, all yeah. over. So you don't have to go inside to actually see yeah, the damage. Yeah. You can just see it oh, on okay. the outside. Yeah. I've been talking to David Turnus about uh, funding the reconstruction of the wharf, the, or the hardening of it because it's being under mm-hmm. undermined. undermined. And so, before anything like the winches, I think that's what the state's saying. Before anything like the winches be added, that they stabilize the wharf and make perhaps safer way of getting in and out of the water. Yeah, I uh, I was talking to this this fellow. Uh, I forget he was from Georgia or Colorado or someplace. But he was talking about what uh, they had because of the, uh, the amount of storms they have, these, these hurricanes that sweep through. Mm-hmm. And they would undermine foundations. So what they do is they would pump in the slurry, concrete slurry, and they just pump it in there. And, uh, you know, that's how they would uh, <laughs> uh, solidify the foundation. But anyway, enough of that. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so I've been uh, reading about uh, Maokona, 642 acres, right? Yeah. And I, I, was, I saw something, or I was listening to something, uh, 
um, a podcast maybe and they're, they're raising money that they want to purchase the, that property. Could you fill us in, like kind of give our listeners uh, a background of what's happening down there? Yeah, I guess uh, with, with Hawaii Land Trust. Uh, I don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is Hawaiian Land Trust? Yeah, so um, I guess... Um, not so really my, my my field for talk that part. It's why when we have the talk stories at Maokona, yeah. Oh, yeah. I always get um Shea Kamakaala because she, uh, she's a director of Aina Protection and I have her explain that part. She explains it best. No, that's okay. Yeah. yeah. But, so um, I'm on the advisory yeah. council for Hawaii uh-huh. Land Trust, so All right, I there. can give you a little yep, bit about it. <laughs> um, but before we get into what's happening okay. right now, I want to explain why it is that the land is being sold Mm -hmm. into preservation. And that goes back to the history of when the highway was built. When the highway was built in the early 70s, most people don't think it was always there, but it was the early 70s that the highway was built between Kauai High and Hawaii. And when the highway was built, there were people out here who had used the coastline um, for fishing and uh-huh. recreation and, right. and gathering, uh, who said, uh-oh, you know what's going to happen is when the highway goes in, all of that will be oceanfront property, and it will be sold and developed. And that was, back, that was the beginning of the resistance to development on the coast. And that resistance um, went through the, the, the 80s, with the development of a huge resort at, uh, centered in Kaiholena. And that resort was going to be built by finance factors. And there was, there was quite well, a bit... Re- there was quite a bit... Uh, yes. Yeah. There was quite a bit of resistance to that. It, it, hung in, it hung in limbo for many, many years. And when, it, when, the, when they finally came back to try to m- perfect it, Hundred people from Kohala got on a bus and went to Hilo, really, and said we don't want it. Oh. And the council uh, re- pu- pulled the the zoning or or whatever permission they had up to that t- point, and and so that was the end of that one. And then of course, uh, when Shalone bought the land in '88, they came in with um, with a proposal for another fairly large. Resort golf course. This is Shalom, yeah. Shalom, yes, which is now surety, but was then Shalom. Yeah, and um, there was there was a lot of resistance to that too. Uh, That resistance went to court Um, after they got the zoning. It was the zoning was challenged in court, and it took about eight years before it was settled in the Supreme Court again. it was it was a complicated decision, but basically what it meant was that that Shalone could not have a golf course, um, could not. Um, there were restrictions on what they could do. Um, so even with those restrictions, they still proceeded with, to try to keep the zoning going. The problem was there were conditions to the zoning that um, that they could never quite make. So. They had several attempts to develop that property. Um, actually, they bought, they started out with the property right around Mahukona, and then they bought the land, uh, Kapa'anui, which is between 
um, where the fence is and the gate um, up to uh, the state land at the north. And so, so that, that's how they got the 642. They also added land from uh, Parker Ranch, Malka of the Highway. Um, so there's about 200 acres, I think, Malka yeah. of the Highway. Okay, so, um, so Surety and, and Shalon and later Surety uh, tried to make smaller resort, make uh, smaller subdivision, and eventually, um, they couldn't do it. They were they owed thirty thirty million dollars. Hold on, Tony. Yeah. Uh, caller, Hello. Yeah. Hi, caller. Are you there? Hi. Yeah. This oh. is Cheryl. Oh. Uh, Cheryl. Rosha. Rosha. How do you do, Cheryl? Hey, Cheryl. Oh, thanks for calling. Hi. In. Uh, we were talking about Malcona and Tony was giving us kind of like the background of and Keone where the uh, boundaries and acreage was and. Uh, oh, I yeah, no good. I just wanted to call in and just say when's the next meeting and when's the next day of the cleanup. That's it. Oh, okay. All right. Tony and Keone knows a lot about Maokona. But why don't you give the dates? Okay. Hey, who's so. running the show is this? Huh? <laughs> what? No, no, I'm, I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, so you're with uh, Malama Maokona. Yeah. And you I'm guys are mostly focusing on the pavilion, right? Yeah. And you guys you been know, working on it for a while. Yes, the friends. Four of years, the right? Has it been four years? Something like that. Yeah, maybe about three. Yeah, going on to four. Okay, going on to four. Okay, so what are you guys doing? So the next um meeting yeah. for Malamba Mahukona is Thursday. November 2nd, oh, okay. 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Yeah. Okay. And it's held at the Kamehameha Park Conference Room. Kamehameha Park Conference Room next Thursday, November 2nd at 10 a.m. Yes. And whoever wants to participate, we decided to do a potluck. Oh, oh, so you can have a potluck. Yeah. 10 a.m. November 2nd, Thursday at the uh, Kamehameha Park uh, Conference Room. Uh, it's going to be a potluck. Yeah. Okay, that sounds good. I know uh, Nani makes some outstanding quiche. Man. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'll remind her. Uh, she might be calling too, so I don't want to stay on too long. Oh, okay. All right. And then the next cleanup is going to be December 12th. Oh, December 12th Excuse cleanup. Excuse me, wait. Excuse me, wait. 12 to uh, December 2nd. It's oh, a Saturday. Oh, December 2nd, you guys can have a clean-up uh, at the pavilion area. Yeah. And what are you cleaning up, by the way? Um, We haven't decided what area, but probably similar to what we did. What did you guys do? Um, last year. Yeah. What did you do? Clean the keabe. Oh, are you going to cut yeah. the keabe? No, clean up the dead keabe and keep the living keabe. Make yeah, make and nice. if there's some dead kelp <laughs> that needs to be cut down, oh. we're gonna ask uh, Pono to decide where is a, a good place to. Can people take the uh, can people take the kelp, whatever is uh, mm -hmm. on the ground. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, pe so people can't take the kelp. All yeah. right. Then they want to drop them off at fifty three three nine six four Hima Hima Street, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And okay. then, you know, that was really good. Kim, we suggested a, a 
a wood chipper and a Lydia called Iconi. So she said uh, at the meeting that is taken care of. And then I thought, you know, Jeff, you had good ideas of inviting your friend, your kahuna friend, yeah? Oh, uh, Keone Kalave. Yes, uh, I, when I saw Keone, I, he, he reminded mm-hmm. me of that. Okay, Kalave. Kalave, yeah, he's a uh, very, very interesting. Uh, he's an architect. Really good. Huh? That would. That's what we really need. As somebody's familiar with the place and can point out where you know if over there needs cleaning up to do or whatever. Well, I, I can't but speak for him, but uh, like we were at the uh, uh, King Kamehameha's uh, uh, family hall on uh, Hapu, above Hapu. Mm-hmm. And we were standing there, and, you know, he's standing there, and he starts to point out his all. He said, here's the entrance. Here's the, you know, he's he's just naming, oh, this is where they did this. This is where they did that. And his training is, uh, he's actually a builder of Hales. He was trained to be an architect of Hales. Wow. Yeah, me and the guy. The guy's me. But anyway, yeah, okay. Sounds good. Yes, and what else? Did I miss anything? Um, no, this is okay. only a one-hour program, so. Okay, so yeah, I think, yeah, so I'll see all of you No, guys no, that's good. Day. November 2nd, yeah. 10 a.m. at the Kamehameha Park Conference Room, and yeah. it's going to be a potluck, and then December 2nd, uh, which is a Saturday, you're going to have a cleanup at Maokona starting at what time? Um, we're still deciding. I thought oh, okay. maybe the uh, November second meeting, but I think eight o'clock that. is okay. And then we're still deciding if we're gonna do like provide a lunch thing again and get you know donations of water and oh, okay. whatever. Well, yeah, we can talk story again on November second. All right. Uh, thank you yeah. for calling in, Cheryl. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Good night, everyone. Okay. Aloha. Thank night. Bye bye. Okay, anyway, Tony, uh, 642 acres. 642 acres. Um, This is uh, the Hawaii Land Trust. Yes, but at this time, the the property was owned by Kohala um, Preserve Conservation Trust. And they made a a big loan, which they could not pay. Who are these people? It's apparently a a pension fund in Canada that is... Operated by a um, so this is an investment by a holding company in they Florida. They buy this as an investment. Yes, they okay, had it as right, an investment. Right. Well, when they got it, they had an auction, and when nobody bid what they thought it was worth, they took it over. But of course, they have no plans for doing it. They tried for several years through the holding company in Florida to find a buyer who would do the resort plan or carry it yeah. through, um, but th- they couldn't. Um, we made an offer to them back in 2012 when they got it because by that time the five groups that have been working for a long time to purchase, to prioritize and to purchase lands for public use and preservation had already um, succeeded in purchasing Lapakahi, um, a, a portion of Lapakahi, Pao'o, Kaiholena, and so so we already had a uh, history so, uh, of purchasing land, and yeah. so we made an offer to them. They they went ahead and tried to sell it. When they couldn't, um, they went to... Um, so you made an offer. Yeah, we made that, an that offer. But that wasn't accepted. 
It wasn't accepted. It wasn't it was a enough. Ball. Yeah. Well, yeah. we were. Yeah. See, the thing is, when you buy land for for public use, um, the funding can only be at the praised value. It can't be more. And much much of the land, and especially the oceanfront property, sells for more than an appraised value. But in this case, and in, of course in the same case with um, the Mahukona property, it, the sale has to take place at the appraised value. So the company, the, company, the holding company, the only came to Hawaii Land Trust and um, to, to ask them if they could um, broker a preservation sale because they saw that was pretty much the only way they were going to get something out of it. And we were very happy about that, and we've supported it all along. And um, in the meantime, the groups have also procured two more lands at Kaupalaoa and at um, Lamaloloa. So we now have um, 15 miles of open coastline. And um, the sale to... uh, Hawaii Land Trust, um, they started raising funding. They got uh, $8 million from the county. They got $4 million. This is four, $8 million from the county through? County, the open space fund. This as is a, through property taxes? N- uh, well, yeah, it's part of the PONC fund. Yeah, 2%. Yeah, the 2% fund. Yeah. So they got $8 million from the 2% fund. Yeah. They got $4 million from the federal uh, wildlife preservation fund. Uh-huh. Uh, and they got uh, $3 million from the Legacy Land, um, uh, which is a state pro- program similar to our 2%, but it's a state program. So that was the start. And w- and which is that? Well, that would be 8 and 14? 6 and 4 would be... 18. 18. 18 million. Yeah. For the 642 acres so far. Yeah. So, so it's... So now they're down to about, I think it's $2 million that you need. Is that uh, right? 1.5 now. 1.5 now. Yeah. Um, that's, that's their goal, is to get that. Their agreement with the company is that they will um, make the sale happen by uh, later this year. Yeah. Before the end of this year. Before the end of the year. So they've got to come up with... So we're still working on a 1.5 million. Yeah. So that's 20. You got, you got 18. Oh, you got they go for 20. 20. Yeah. Also, oh, they, they'll execute the deal at 20 million. That's well, that's what Hawaii Land Trust needs to not only purchase the land, but to initiate the stewardship program. That's going to be um, the stewardship program, and that is going to be much more sophisticated than the stewardship that we at Kohalalihikai have been doing at the other open space land because it's a complicated place. It has a history. It has structures on it. It has uh, the railroad on it. It has, you know, it's just um, so. A lot of history. Yeah. That, so the land, <coughs> the land trust will need um, an ongoing amount of funding to. Um, so right keep now it going. they need twenty million. Yep. Yeah. That's what they aim now. And uh, who owns it? Some holding company. The holding. Well, the holding company represents a pension fund. Okay. Yeah. 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 But it's all. Th- their price tag is what? Twenty million. No, it's not twenty. Million. It's less than that. Yeah. It's, it's less than that, but the but the money is for stewardship program. Yeah, right? they need the yeah. funds for for the stewardship program. Okay, so the holding company 
if they get their money, they'll, they'll, yeah, they'll they're, close the they're deal. Yeah, they're good. They're good. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So this is very so exciting. So they're making a profit. Well, it's hard to say what a profit is when you Well, have a profit a, is when you get more than what you paid for it. They're not getting more than they paid for it. Oh, what a loser. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, seriously, yeah. right? Now, the same company o- took over. I mean, uh, I mean, you know, it's all right with me. Okay, when, when the foreclosure happened on Kohala Pacific, um, Kohala Preserve Conservation Trust, yeah. it took over not only the, pl- the 642 acres at Mahukona, it took over 6,500 acres from Pololu mm. to about uh, Halaula. Uh, 6,500 uh, 6, acres in that area. Now, that land has since sold, um, and so they did have the income from that. So it's not just the income from Mahukona uh, that they're getting. Uh, and so, now, y- y- you're a steward there, right? Yes. you want to explain that? So I guess my the title is steward and educator. Yeah. So um, basically, I'm, I'm the man on the ground, and um, basically stewarding, which which includes um, uh, all kinds of ty- uh, jobs and description, like security is one yeah, of them. Yeah. Um, uh, re uh, is planting of native plants, getting rid of invasive invasive species. plants. Um, what would be invasive down there? Well, kiawe is one. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 And then <laughs> we got the saiso agave. Oh, yeah, saiso. Yeah, those are the two, ma- basically the two major ones. And and the, uh, I think it's called the the, the bufo grass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that one, it, that's pretty bad. You know, saiso was a, a popular building material for fences. Yeah, yeah. It was planted there by for Kohala Sugar. When, no. when Kohala Sugar was having economic problems, they were looking to diversify. And one of the things they did was they planted a lot of sisal down there. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, it's a forest. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So one of the programs which we, we've um, hooked up with uh, individual Ri- Richard Benton. He lives right over here, Javi. And um, he has, uh, we can be, uh, we're making use of the sisal agave. Oh. In, instead of just Digging no, it up, yeah. put it, turn it at the dump or to the landfills. Um, we we have a w- since we have a program with the Koala High School at Loa Patao at, at uh-huh. Nao Oivi, we're using the stalks of the plant, yeah. and we're we're gonna make paddles out out oh. of it. Yeah, oh, so yeah. that's part of the uh, the that, class. That's a yeah. hardwood, like no, no very, very light, light. Huh? very light, um, almost almost foamy. Oh, you make paddles, but he has already some that he made and. And oh, we're, we're going to use that. So you call it sisal what? Agave. Uh, oh. Yeah. Agave is huh? a family. Yeah, like the tequila. Yeah. But that's a blue agave. This is oh, sisalana. Oh, oh, so no yeah. can then. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's like, hey, it must be a way, but yeah. yeah. No, it's, oh, it's, it's agave. Cons- I think this sisalana was for the fibers. For the, of yeah. the leaf. For the yeah. leaf fibers yeah. and for the stalk. Yeah, stalk. Because I remember when I was young, my dad built a... Uh, fence, fence across yeah. the back of yeah. our backyard, yeah. and he used sisal that was from here. And the interior is soft. I like to poke it. We used to poke it, you know, just yeah, yeah it's very light when That's it's dried. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of yeah. like so medicating yeah. poke. So that that's uh, again part of oh, my okay. my okay. title. I um, run programs and on. Um, so we have with the school, we do that. And besides oh, right. besides right. that, um, they help out with. Uh, 
planting of the native plants like the wili wili oh wili wili milo yeah milo milo and milo yeah that grows good along the coast yeah so the the big trees that everybody likes to hang out on at mau corner house oh yeah all that that's a milo trees that's a lot of money that tree (laughs) 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 a lot of stories on the the tree (laughs) a lot of stories right yeah yeah right on and so so there's 642 acres right yeah so what do you do with 642 acres if they, mean, if they are able to uh, purchase it? I mean, there's all kinds. I'm sure they, yeah, they'll be able to do it. Yeah, but our biggest thing is water. Water. Yeah, so that's what we're working on with. So we're meeting with uh, I John. I used to have water there. Yeah, ditch water. Ditch water. That's yeah. all ditch water. Yeah. Uh, they get Parker Ranch, and they have their water lines come down from the ranches up Mauka. But I tried talking with uh, the... Uh, manager Jacob Tavares and uh, kind of hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, understandable dry area. Yeah, they they yeah. gotta take care of their animals, oh, yeah, so there's yeah. they don't want to risk. So anything. right now, there's no water to those properties. Nothing. That was one reason that they lost the zoning. Was no that water. was condition number one was that they had to get water down there. What if they? they no, never I, I guess you can't there. drill it for it. No, so surely when when they. We're going in the d- development process. They dug a well. And then what? There is a well. And they, they did pump water. They hit water? Yes, yes. They have a pump. It's in there. Every, the setup is all there. How, how, what elevation? It about 300. Just, yeah. yeah. Ooh, it's just Malka, the highway. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's not that high. No, yeah. I'm thinking of Kuala Ranch, yeah? Oh, yeah. They got no, two wells. Is, no, no, no. Theirs is way Malka. Yeah, 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 I know that because uh, my parents live there. Mm-hmm. And so you're telling me 300 feet, they hit water. I'm going... Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's it, it's, it's not. It, yeah. The thing was that the draw on the well to keep it from having the salt come up yeah. uh, was only limited. Uh, so much. But, it, well, so. so it was too limited for the, the development that they planned, but it may not be too limited yeah. for the, the planting of uh, native plants. Yeah, we'll just, all we need water for right as of now is for uh, helping out with the plants yeah, yeah. and fire mitigation, oh, one yeah, of the biggest yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, and just a little kind of wash up thing. We, I, well, we you can use brackish water, right? Yeah, I, uh, no plans on irrigating the whole place yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or even- Starting with plantation yeah, or something. And so, sorry, but cannot give to the wharf like how we used to have before. Oh, no, can yeah, not, all yeah. the- cannot Yeah, yeah, cannot, cannot wash do the that boat because, yeah. you know, some <laughs> people, they're going to- Leave that bugger on, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then drain out all the water. So plus, it would invite people to yeah. stay there, live there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you know yeah. what I mean. Oh yeah, and plus with the park not yeah, closing. Yeah. So county yeah. county parks and rec, and state parks Lapakahi, are all all of those entities are looking for water down there. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm So it's not just it's not just Hawaii Land Trust. It's yeah. it's the state and the county. Yeah. They're, they're figuring out a way to get water down there. My friend uh, who helped us on the Hui uh, Wamalaho access, his name was Tim Louis Kwan, he's an attorney. Mm-hmm. And he, he, he worked for, uh, what's that free attorney outfit? Ah, I forget. Anyway, uh, then he became an attorney for the county. And each department, they have the attorney. So he was the attorney for the water department. And this was back in, I think, the 80s. And he said, Jeff, uh, you know, the water department, you should see their blueprint for bringing water hmm. <laughs> to that whole area down there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he said they already were planning and figuring out how to do that. So I guess there was plans to s- seek some sort of development there. Well, there so. was, th- 
you may be talking about back in the 90s, the, um, was it the 90s? Yes, the 90s. Oh, was the Department gone, of Water yeah. Supply yeah. wanted to drill five wells up here in Kohala and put a 30-inch water line oh. down the coast for the resorts in South Kohala. It was a big project. It was a huge project. They'll take the water from Kohala and transfer it and all they, down to the South Okay, Kohala. so that was the point. What happened was one of the groups out here, including one of the ones I work with, yeah. um, took them to court because their environmental assessment was not proper. They needed to do more work on their environmental assessment. And, in, and, and the mayor had promised everyone that the new power, the pipeline and the wells would be paid for by the resorts, not by the taxpayers. But by the time they got around to the court cases and everything else, the Japanese economy had tanked and Nansei and the other big uh, developing firms had backed out of their agreement to do it. So at that point, then it was meant that the county taxpayers were going to have to pay for it. And that's when the county backed off oh. of it. Wow. Well, but okay. it was while the planning was going on that, that Shalone um, made its condition for water based on that, the construction of that line so that they could take water off of that line. So the 642 acres will just, like, plant native plants, uh, yeah, fire, mitigation. fire mitigation. And then hopefully, if again, the... the Viable water source. Yeah. Um, one one talk was maybe we'll bring in a Wakupuna garden because you always go get sun, and there's areas oh, yeah. dedicated to um, to a kind of farm if, if can, but you know the soil on there ain't, yeah, ain't yeah, the sure, best. Yeah. But mm -hmm. uh, kind of try and utilize whatever can down there in a productive way. Yeah. yeah. Now it'll be all mo all of the improvements down there will be pretty much um, plants and yeah. the uh, ability to support the plants because the funding that was arranged for the purchase of the land is in open space, so that means that we're not going to see big structures down there. No. Um, the ones that are there are probably going to stay, but. But beyond that, so there's no there's like no development. It's no, no development. No, no, it's nothing like that in the plan. The goal is to keep it in open space in perpetuity, mm -hmm. which means forever. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's one thing that uh, I like to suggest, if I could. But um, when we talk of Aupua's, uh, Ely's, or whatever, there's always a connection. Uh, it wasn't just the land; it was also with the ocean. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it would extend out. Uh, you know, each poa, they had their uh, coastal resources and whatnot. And I was talking to uh, the guy who takes care of the fish ponds down at uh, Manalani. Oh, jeez. Anyway, anyway, we were talking, we belong to this organization. And uh, you're saying that whatever happens at Malka affects what's going to happen mm -hmm. at Makai. I said, what? He said, yeah. He said, whatever happens, Malko is going to affect what's going to happen in Makai. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was interesting because he takes care of the fish ponds there. And he said, if they have developed Malko, it's going to affect the fish pond. So I was thinking, well, good, you guys are going to you know, preserve the land mm -hmm. and whatnot. But I think some energy should go into like how you go about doing uh, 
Malama the Coast as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Kohala Lehikai has programs to Malama the, the, the land that we, that we use, uh, the um, Kaiolena Pa'o. I'd like um, to take a look at it. And, uh, okay, like, well, like, part, like of, what? Part, of, part of that includes several things. One is wildfire control, so we don't denude it and the soil go running off into the ocean. So wildfire control is one of the things that's going on. Uh, and, the, and, of course, there's the, the planting. Oh, no, what I meant was what's happening in the ocean itself. Like, uh, you know, there's a big oh. controversy about uh, aquarium fishing. Mm-mm. They want to bring that back. Yeah. It shows so many permits. Yeah. And, there are, you know, Malcona, yeah. there used to be clouds of Paukuku. There used to be clouds of Laui mm-hmm. Pala. And, and I was down at Malcona uh, last week, and I was looking for the Laui Pala. You know, it's a yellow tank. Yeah. And I was looking, I could see one, two, three, and then I found the school, but there's maybe only 20, where it used to be like, man, it'd be like a cloud, you know? And uh, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, so another thing that, besides wildfire control, is yeah. erosion control. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm and aware of that. we've done projects down at, uh, at Upolo, Upolo Airport. I've seen the uh, revetments. Revetments, soil, yeah. soil yeah. Re- retainment. Things yeah. that keep the soil where the gulches are and the. the, the but what's the actually th- happening in the ocean is, uh, uh, you know, w- what's happening there is, is, I think, it's more critical. Yeah. Well, I think, well, part of what yeah. my part That's of stewarding is, as a steward, is, yeah. steward is yeah. now kind of have some sort of control and eyes yeah. seeing what's going on. So that's I'm always driving and. That's, that's what's missing. Yeah, that's what's missing. You know, that's what's missing. So you doing that? Yeah. that's big. I've done it already, so um, I can have sort of that control of access, more of vehicle access, walking access. Uh, basically, I cannot really control it. If they go walk for go fishing harvest, yeah, it's their right to go. But yeah, vehicle right. access, I've had already several vehicles pull out boundary um, T post rails that we block the roads coming from oh, the other end, yeah. and I have to tell, hey. You cannot do that. You just ask. Simple stuff. Ask. You like access, and we can work out something and sign papers, and no problem. So, but yeah, those kind of things where we can watch people not squatting down there, uh, watching if they leave all the Opala, if they do go down with their vehicles, and just kind of see what's going on. And also, recently, we kind of formed a relationship with Noah, the fisher. fisher oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, we exchanged contact numbers, so... I, I can monitor for them out there if uh, with the, the dolphins, the monk seals, and when whale season. So we kind of, I've been messaging the wahine at Noah. So, hey, so I see the dolphins. That's what you're doing. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing it as you of know, now, yeah. That is a very important part of yeah. conservation, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. Is uh, somebody, we got eyes, eyes, is the one. eyes and boots on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, that's that. Hey, Mahalo, bro. Yeah. That's big. Yeah, because a lot of places they call you don't have that, mm-hmm. and you know, like yeah, Kapanaya, really important. Yeah. That trashed out. Lighthouse became a became a, what do you call it, where they hid things like golf carts and what the mm-hmm. yeah all kinds of things. Garbage dump. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's but it's stable. been cleaned up. Yeah, but that's very good. Good to hear that. Yeah, I I think that's a very yeah. important aspect of uh, where they're doing the. Uh, getting these lands, preserving it, yeah. but it's you gotta have somebody who's gonna malama and watch. Unfortunately, yeah. but that's how it is. And it's right, good to have uh, the uh, the partnership with Nakalaiva'a. 
with them also being there, oh, it's, oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah, big yeah, too. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, I was on my way to Hilo, and this guy was in the middle of the highway. It looked like his car broke down. You know, he was towing it. But anyway, I kept going. Yeah, he pushed the car off the road. Uh, you know, several days later, I'm coming back to Kohala. I look, hey, there's the car. Oh, what's that guy? What do you call? Uh, he's dumping him on the side of the road. Oh. <laughs> uh, right oh, in broad man. daylight. <laughs> I'm going, oh, yeah. this guy is bold. But anyway, yeah, we got about four minutes. Go ahead. Um, what I'd like to... to uh, leave with with your listeners Go is ahead. that in addition to the the stewarding that's happening at Mahukona there is stewarding that's happening at Kaihulena Pa'o'o Lapakahi we've got two county parks down there and 15 miles of open coastline and just uh, since August um, the stakeholders in that area have started meeting to take on the idea of seeing this area, the whole area, as one historic, cultural, recreational resource for the people of Kohala. And um, they held their second meeting just uh, earlier this week. I wrote a story for it in the Kohala Mountain News, so we don't have time to talk about it tonight, but if you're interested, uh, check out Kohala Mountain News, the story about Leeward Coast. Okay, so what they're doing? They're having meetings to... There are stewards on on all of these properties, yeah. and it, the idea is to meet and get to know each other, and then also to to share what we're doing, what what each of the groups is doing. Oh, they're independent so, of each other. Well, yeah, right now they are. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah. this is the idea of getting together and and not having to um, reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Uh, to know that this area has this problem, that area has that problem, and how can we work together? to um, facilitate uh, better recreation, better historic preservation. Yeah, that's a good idea, uh, coordinating your efforts mm -hmm. and being more uh, inclusive of uh, the greater public, getting their input. Right, and yeah. making the highway safer. Oh, why is it not safe? Well, because there's so much no, pull, pull out of people and and bikers and oh, it's, it's yeah. there's and the and the entrance to Lapakahi Park is very dangerous when you're coming from the south and somebody wants to turn there. Oh, they, yeah. you, you've, you've probably been in that situation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, um, so it's highway improvements as yeah. well. In fact, Lapakai, you know, the entrance to Lapakai is like that's where I'd meet family. No. Who lived in Kauai High, and I'm coming from Kauai. We say we'll meet in Lapakai. Uh, halfway, yeah. Yeah, halfway, <laughs> and then you know we exchange whatever we're gonna do, and then we go back our certain ways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the meeting point. Yeah, but anyway, thank you, Keone. Yeah, all right, Mahalo, thank you guys. Hey, that's, yeah. I think that's excellent that uh, you're doing that stewardship for that area because mm. that's what it really needs, mm -hmm. and uh, I think that goes. Uh, that's gonna go a long way in preserving uh, not only the land but also the Makai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Tony, you, always, you guys, you're always involved in giving. You know what people say? Wow, that's really interesting because, uh, like me, I'm not a reader. You know, I'll read. Uh, no, I don't read anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but sitting here and you just giving us the update, uh, really, it's really helpy, yeah. help to, uh, okay, here's what's happening in Koala. Yeah. So I I'm, really appreciate it. I'm a reader. I don't, I don't have a TV. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a I TV love to read. Yet, uh, you know, I, I, you know yeah. 
You get Facebook. You know, yeah, it's like, <laughs> you know, I go on Facebook 7 o'clock. Oh, 1 o'clock in the morning. You want? <laughs> you know, go, but anyway, mahalo people for listening yeah. in. Our guest, Keone Emiliano, the steward down at Malcona. Wednesdays, what time? Wednesdays, 9 to 11. 9 to 11 yeah, at the railroad Wednesday, house. At the railroad house post office. They call it the post, the post office. office. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, up until December, so. up until December. But next week we're gonna try something new. We'll do an afternoon one for oh. all the people who work on Wednesdays. Oh, right on. What time? This will be from four to five thirty. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, okay. It'll, it'll come out on social media tomorrow. They're gonna announce it. Okay, so. so and anybody can come and. Yeah, they they encourage everybody who wants to come to register online. Oh, okay. At, at okay. hilt.org. Where? At hilt.org. Hilt. Yeah. H-I-L-T. Hawaii Land Trust. Yeah. Oh, Hilt. Oh, H-I-L-T. H-I-L-T. Oh, H-I-L-T. Yeah. All right. Hilt.org. Yeah. Yes. Register to come uh, down to the post office yeah. building yeah. at uh, Mokona. Yeah. And that's going to be starting 4 p.m. Yeah, so we're going to try it out for next week Wednesday. There will will be the 9 to 11 one, okay. you know, there, and then we'll try one you know in what? the afternoon. Next letter. Up to you guys. Uh, it's a talk <laughs> story session. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anything else, Tony? No, thank you so much for oh, this. Yeah. Is hey, it? thanks. Hey. I really appreciate you guys coming over right and uh, taking up an hour of my time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, this is invite. really great. This is really great. All right. But anyway, Kohala, we'll see you uh, next Thursday. And uh, yeah, I'll still talk more about that. Yeah, it's, we can talk yeah, about more okay. about that. We'll see you guys. Take care. Malama Pono. All right. This is Aloha Country on KNKRLP. 96.1 FM, Kohala.